second towards Brown. It's in. West Brown's first goal for Manchester United. Gigs his corner and a goal. West Brown really gets across it. Brown and West Brown is the man who celebrates. Welcome back to another Manchester United podcast, where, as you might have guessed. We're speaking to Wes Brown. A full house for the recording for this one, but as we speak, it's just myself and Maisie here at Old Trafford. Helen, we might hear from later, but she will be in the conversation with Wes. Congratulations for her, though, because she's had a baby. Maisie, you've had babies. Is that fun? I've not personally had them myself. But right, but you... Yeah. I've, um, you've procreated. I've, I've been alongside when my wife had uh, our two lovely children, and uh, it is very emotional. I'm not sure what the baby's called yet, as it's not been released. No, but, that's um, true. It's official I'm looking forward secrets. to it. <laughs> the baby has been released, though, because it's been born. You're right. You're absolutely so, right. Sam. In that sense, let's get on to the podcast. So, Wes Brown, you've uh, you you shared dressing rooms and stuff. What was he like? Uh, great lad. Obviously, um, played with him in the uh, reserves more towards Wes's start of his career at United, uh, getting to the, and then getting in the first team. A really likable lad. Hails from Manchester and red blood from United. You know, flowing through his veins. He loves this club. You can see that the way he used to play. A real, real tough defender. A no nonsense defender. You know, can be rightly up there as a as a real, real top top player for United. Nice, that's a nice, uh, nice energy from. I think he like that. As someone who's got to know him a bit, hanging around here since he's finished playing, mm-hmm. he's so laid back, which he like <laughs> is a joy to be with. But I can't imagine him being as a player like that. And actually, some of his stories suggest maybe he's got a bit of bite in him. What were your yeah. memories of him in that respect? Yeah, uh, absolutely. As I said, wholehearted defender. He would put his head where people at times probably won't put their feet. Very, very brave. Read the game extremely well. Loved a tackle. Maybe occasionally, you know, some of the tackles were a little bit uh, X-rated. Well, that's the way he played. You know, if anybody did anybody or uh, anybody got kicked, Wes would be one of those who who would make sure that they get kicked by Wes. That's how it was in in those days. Old school. You know, looking back, he had a very, very successful career at Manchester United. Won many, many things. You know, he he thoroughly deserves all the accolades that come his way. All right. Well, let's hear from the man himself then. We recorded this chat with Wes Brown in early November this year at the Lowry Hotel in Manchester, the place where the United team have stayed many times ahead of home games and even housed Jose Mourinho for his spell at the club. Wes rose through the United Academy and spent the vast majority of his career at Old Trafford, scooping 11 major honours, basically winning everything in sight. He's a local lad, a cult hero, and arguably has the best chant going. Here he is. It's Wes Brown. So, Wes, what have you been doing today? Are we started? This is it, mate. Yeah, this is it. Uh, yeah, cooking. Yeah. I've actually been in town, to be fair. Yeah? Bit of shopping? My daughter's birthday tomorrow. Oh, okay. What'd you get her? A pair of shoes, done my head in. This expensive, aren't they? What kind of shoes? Although we can't, oh, we can't say. Oh, you can't say. Pair. Yeah. Why can't you say? She's not, I don't know. She's not, gonna, she's not listening yeah, live. Yeah, Janice. Yeah, Janice. But that's all she wants, so I'm, I'll take that. Is it difficult? Because you've got three girls, sort of not to spoil them, I guess. No, they're all right. I don't really do the shopping, mate. They do it themselves. <laughs> <laughs> With your money. No. Yeah, exactly. With your money, yeah. So we are in the Lorry Hotel in Manchester, a very familiar place to you, Wes. Do you come back here often? No, never. Probably last time I stayed here was last time we would have had a home game. No way. Are you serious? I'm from Manchester. I don't need to stay in a hotel. Yeah, no, but I just didn't know whether you'd been for like a function nah, or something. No. Does it bring back some memories when you were driving in there to the car park? No, it's changed. Has <laughs> <laughs> actually. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's changed a lot. There's a lot more buildings about. Did you feel like it was... Because Did you actually come and sleep here every night before a home game? Yeah. Didn't that not feel like a waste of time when you live in Manchester? No, it was good. When you got kids, I liked it. Just relax. 
watch the telly, put the feet up. Like before, before you had kids and stuff, when you were younger, did it not feel like, why have I got to go and do that? I'm already here. I still, I started when we could still stay at home. Yeah. Um, and coming, which is fine. But if you do wake up, you are a bit tired before the game. So ultimately, I, I enjoyed it in the hotels, whichever hotel it would be. Um, this is this was nice. Who did you dream it? At the beginning, and then it changed. Phil Nev, Mark Wilson, Oof. Jonathan Greenan. Oh. Who was best? Phil Nev was funny because he went to bed so early. How <laughs> 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 uh, early is early? See, half nine's early for me. Yeah. He, he would go to bed about half nine and he'd tell me to leave the telly on, it's fine. But obviously, I'm not going to do that. I'm the young lad. Lights off, pitch black. And I was probably awake for two hours before I got to sleep, <laughs> just lying there. <laughs> that sounds terrible. And then it changed. I don't know who changed. It might be Kino. Or someone, people just were more comfortable in their own rooms, weren't yeah, they? Because some people would yeah. be on the phone. Some people, I don't know, watch a film. Some people won't go to bed. So I think the gaffer just said, just get your own room. Did you stay in hotels, sorry, Maisie, in your time? No. Very, very rarely we'd stay maybe a European night. But never for a league game at home. Never. Yeah. Why would you share rooms, though? I don't understand. It's, it's good. When you, listen, when you're with your mate, Save that's, I think that's what it was, <laughs> wasn't it? Probably you was. Reckon? Of course. Yeah. Might have been. So the team meetings were here? No, no, team meeting. Yeah, we'd have one here, one at Old Trafford, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So you did one after dinner, before Straight dinner after, when you got here? No, it was after you had your pre-match. It could last between anything between 15 to half an hour, depending what the gaffer needed to say. Yeah. And what did you all do for a bit of team bonding in the evenings? Did you what, here? When play Playstations there? or watch films? Yeah, I mean, early on, it was not Playstation. I don't think it was no. a Playstation. I actually know the answer to this myself because Johnny used to come with DVD these player. things. We had a lot of DVD portable players back then. But what were those game things that you all used to have? Oh, PS2. Used to play each um, other so on Oh, what a game. Is that the one that spawned those celebrations? Where like Vida got down on like one knee, like we had a yeah, rocket launcher. Was one. that? That's that's. <laughs> we used to play it. I think maybe you were gone by there. Yeah. I could see it used to piss a few people off, but the gaffer knew that the bomb was so good. Like we used to have five on five different teams, and we'd be on the coach playing it all day in the hotel, <laughs> making so much noise. Um, but the gaffer just left us to it. Who did it annoy? I don't know. We were loud though. Who's the best? Amazing. Oh, yeah. My name was, uh, what was my name? Haywire was Fletch. Then you've got Brap, which was Rio. Brap. Brap. <laughs> London thing, innit? Then you've got, I think mine was. Waza? What was Waza? What was Waza called now? Oh my God. Probably Jimmy Floyd. I don't know. I can't remember all of them, but we, honestly, we played it all night. Who, who, who were the players? Okay, so there'd be me, Rio, Vida, Fletch, Shazy, Waza, Carras, and that's probably it. I suppose that made you all closer as a group, that you were yeah, always playing together, keeping like, that going. I mean, can we, we, didn't, we didn't do that, it'd be pretty boring. You just go back to your room, chill out. Um, it could be pretty boring, yeah, if you've, not got, if you've not got anything to watch. I can imagine a Serbian being a bit... Oh, he's funny, mate, especially when you used to get him. <laughs> you get angry. But he was good, he would get angry. Good to get angry before a game, though, isn't it? Get a bit of pent-up energy. <laughs> I won't tell you what he was saying, but it depends. You never play on the, on the day of the game, though, would you? No, no, no just the night before. Like before, especially away games, because yeah, yeah. you'd have all the travel, just link them all up. Would you, oh, no, so you, you all did separate rooms? No, no, we just used to sit in a corridor. That was it, yeah. yeah. Sit in a corridor? Yeah, honestly, yeah. We what, here? Wherever it was, right. but here as well, yeah, sit in a corridor. Or if the room was big enough, some rooms, some hotels were a bit big, you'd all just cramp up once 
one team there, one team on the other side. <laughs> how did uh, how did the rest of the players react to that? Because obviously you're doing that Absolutely all the time. Absolutely fine. Because obviously all the lads, guys, gigs, this goes here. We were just enjoying ourselves, you know. Yeah. I mean, if anything, you, you took your mind off the game, hadn't you? And you just... I remember an interview at the time when Ryan Giggs was asked about because because there was that Vida did that celebration and people were sort of talking about that and someone asked Ryan Giggs about it and he said, "Oh, they play this game. I don't really understand it. I think I'm too old for all of that now." Exactly. And just just sort of like was just leaving you all to it. Yeah, yeah. But was there anyone that maybe was around was, was closer to your age that wanted to be involved or or was more annoyed that they weren't involved? It was very simple. Get yourself like a a little game show and you, you were on. We didn't, we, didn't, we didn't care who we played. We, we did it international as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, so we used to play the Chelsea lads, batter them every week. Honestly, <laughs> and we got everyone on it. <laughs> right, Wes, let's go back to the start then. Talk to us um, about growing up. Obviously, your club was Fletcher Moss, brought so many great players through. Mm. Uh, do you look back on that time with really fond memories? Yeah, I mean, I, I started pretty late, to be fair, football. I used to do karate for a while. Got, got to my second um, brown belt and, and failed my black belt twice. So I started playing football. And uh, I, st I started off right wing. And I, I, I mean, I was playing for probably two, three years before. What age is this? So I was like 11. Yeah. So it I, is quite late considering how yeah, young children I, mean, I used to the play outside the now. house and with my mates, but not for a team. I just I didn't really fit. I didn't even, didn't really understand it back then until one of my other mates got on um, Fletcher Moss and Told me to come down and that was it, really. What would you get up to as a kid? Would you be a little little scroll? No, I was good. Was you? Mm. Come on. That was good, mate. Come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I didn't. Do you mean like wag school nobody, that? This ain't going out to everybody. What, do you mean wag school? Like no. This is, uh, this is off. Yeah, off, but so I went to. Mike. I was absolutely Mike. fine. Absolutely fine. Never got into trouble? No. Ever? No. Smash a few windows? No. no. Why would I Knock do a door on? Maisie, what did you do as a kid? Well, you, yeah, just as a kid. <laughs> no, nah, mate. Knock a door on, you never play that. Everybody's played that. <laughs> Everybody played that. Have you even played that? No, nah, I probably haven't, no. You played that, did yeah. you? Yeah. Well, I'm shocked. I was, um, yeah, I was only... <laughs> I was only there for three years before I went to Lily Show, so it all went pretty quick. All ah, right. That's what I was going to say. You say you only started playing football at about 11, mm. and you actually joined the academy at United at 12 years old. It wasn't 12. It was coming on to my 14th birthday. Right. And then it went pretty quick from there, it was weird. But I only played um, defence because the defender was injured, uh, sorry, he was ill, and the manager at the time said he wants to play defence, and me, like an idiot, put my hand up. Not a bad, not a bad choice, though, is it, really? Not, not when you're from playing right away. You're trying to be Ryan Giggs on the right, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Puts you in defence. That doesn't surprise <laughs> me, Wes, because you're the most laid-back person ever. Like, anybody want to do this job? Yep, yeah, I'll, I'll do, do it. it. Yeah, yeah. See, I wonder this, because you are so laid-back. I'm not, I'm just but That's it, you, you seem... You seem like, because over the last year, like we've done kicking off and stuff, we've worked here a lot, and you seem like such a laid-back, relaxed guy. And I think all the other people I meet from the world of sport, and even other successful people, very driven. And even if they're laid back, you can see it in them. But you're you're an enigma to me because you're so relaxed and so calm. But there must be like you've won the Premier League five times. You're a two-time Champions League winner. You've played in the World Cup. There must be within you that drive and that determination and that, that insane self-belief that all these other people have so what what is that driving force for you honestly it's different when i'm when i'm not playing i can just chill out i can probably switch off but when i'm playing i'm, I'm completely the opposite you might not see it on my face it's definitely in my head you know you don't want to let them anyone die you don't want to let the, the lads down the manager don't get me wrong I, I, at the time i did believe in myself even though 
you always have doubts because you just don't know. The, the standard's so high at Man United, and especially coming through, you just never know if you quite get there. And I mean, after my first training session, uh, Mark Hughes, the gaffer doesn't only bring the young lads up. I played against him and thought, there's no chance, mate. Absolutely, they absolutely destroyed me. But, you know, the manager, he trusts you and you just keep going. And you, and you want to play well for him. But before, even before, so before, so Alex, though, when you, when you were a kid, when you mm. joined United at 14, you must have had that drive and that, that passion when you were playing. Where did that come from, stepping over the line and being on the pitch and no, changing? I think, I think first and foremost, it, you, listen, you know you, you're better than most of the lads. Do you know what I mean? The kids around you. And then you get asked to go to this trial, that trial, and you, you start getting through. And it's like Lily Shaw, for instance, um, the, the footy school we went to. I didn't think I'd get on, but I did. And then you, you, I mean, you've got to be thinking, I'm doing something right. But that's all I ever wanted to be. So you just kept it going. Well, what would you have been? PE teacher. Is that, yeah? I would have be been PE teacher. What would you like at school? That's all right. No, no, would you like? Yeah, that's all right. Was, get your head down and... Yeah, got me GCSEs, did okay. But anything to do, any sport, Anything, whether it's cricket. Was you good at everything? Um, yeah, pretty much. Badminton, basketball. I remember the few badminton matches we used to have. Yeah. We used to do you all the time. Nah, good one, mate. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I mean, you used to do you all the time. Yeah, yeah. You could do... But you're you left hand, I remember yeah, you left hand smack. Left Juca. Yeah, just little dinks back up. That's it. I, I had him all over the show. <laughs> I had him all over the show. Uh, do you remember your first interaction with Sir Alex? I do remember shaking his hand. I think he'd come across to the um, School of Excellence, it was called at the time, to the cliff. And we was indoor and he, he, sh he shook a few people's hands, but I can't really remember it. It was more when we signed on for YTS. And our group was very small as well, we only had six. So you can imagine, first day in with these lot. Who, who was in your group? Who was in that six? I don't want to get this wrong. Right, so there's me, Rick Wellins, Adam Sadler, Alex Notman, David Healy, Michael Ryan. He's got that right, wasn't he? Michael Ryan, yeah. Michael Ryan, stop yeah. from um, Stockport. Stockport, yeah. yeah. David Healy, Northern Ireland. David Healy, yeah. What are your first memories of then training with the first team and, and getting stuck in with them? It's just tough, mate. Everything was quicker. I was skinny. I was, a, I was about my same height now, so tall for my age at the time. And they were just stronger, quicker, like thinking. Whereas playing for the youth team was probably a bit easier for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but I got quickly pushed up to, was it called the A-team? It was A and B and then first team and the A team was pretty good because you used to get lads from other teams when they were injured coming back, they would play on the A team. So you'd be playing against first team players. So that was good. Did you ever worry about clattering any of the first team players when you were, when you were young and you first went into that session? No, I didn't really. I didn't really. Like, people are different. I don't really tackle hard in training. And if the gaffer ever said anything to me, I'd say I'll do it in, the, in a game. And he said, that's fine, son. Would that happen? So he'd be worried that you wouldn't tackle hard enough in training? Yeah, because sometimes... I do it a little bit hard with Keno, is there? <laughs> otherwise, I get, get him on my case. But in general, there's no point in injuring any of my players. Which is interesting, because when we've spoken to Maisie, <laughs> he would uh, say straight away, yeah, whenever some of the young lads came in, he'd give them a good kicking. Yeah, he'd try, but I'd just laugh that off. <laughs> in my head, off. the thing is, right, I, I'm like, whatever, but it doesn't matter what anyone did to me, I would be, I'd find it funny. And then... It's a mental thing. It's a mentally challenging thing to see if they're up for it. Yeah, that's all it is. That's it. But I would it's know that and laugh. It's always a test. Keep testing them, keep testing them. The thing is, I was a bit lucky because when I was growing up, my dad let us play at the pits in Hardwick. And we would, he would let us in the summer um, build a team of, like, I don't know, we could have been 12, 13. And we play against grown-ups. We get to the final every, every year. But you know what it's like yeah, at the pits. Yeah. You're smashing each other against the board. So early doors, we were doing that from, I was doing that from 12, 13 against grown-ups. Was your dad a big football fan? Not really. Was he not? No, not really. 
He wasn't cricketer. West was Indies, it? yeah. So what what was it for you about football? Wanna was good at it. Um, growing up, you you'd only see little bits on the telly because it's not like it is today. Mm. And then I, re I I really enjoyed it, but I didn't go to. I didn't really understand about teams when I was not like. I mean, you had teams at five, six, seven now, aren't they? Yeah. I don't think there was much of that age going on when I was younger. It was more 10, 11, 12, and it was just normal. It was just normal. I didn't played with a, with, with the lads on the street, messing about. That was it. Before you know it, you're making your debut for Manchester United. Yeah. You must remember that, though. Do you remember that? Yeah. Big Pally killed me the night before. Funny he is. Um, he told me I was playing, didn't he? Pally did, didn't he? Yeah, he told me I was playing. But I might have been, but you know, Gaffer sometimes changed it. Yeah. So it was the second to last game against Leeds. And I didn't go to sleep that night. I couldn't sleep, but I wasn't tired the next day. I think it was adrenaline. And then I, I was sub and then I come on. But yeah, that was that, that was probably the most nerve wracking thing. Do you think you'd rather have not been told the night before? No, I'm glad he did. Okay. Adrenaline kicks in. Was you nervous for games? Not after that. No, not, not, no normally Throughout not. your career, I mean? No. No. Apprehensive. I'll tell you what I used to do. I, if whoever was marking that day, I'd say in my head, you are getting it today. And yeah. that's all I needed. Which you understand? Very, you very very they did. Yeah, but does that make sense? Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to be better than you today. Yeah. Like, that's all I needed. I don't I don't need much more. When we spoke to Fletch, he said it was sort of difficult getting into the team yeah. when he first did because it was during a spell when United weren't winning trophies. But you came in to a team that were winning trophies. Yeah. In that season did win the treble, just kept winning trophies and you were like 18, 19 and the team is hugely successful. What was the pressure of that like? It, was, it wasn't pressure, you know. And I'll tell you why, because of, like you've just said, I come into a winning team. So growing up, that's all I sort of knew. I knew what the expectation was. I knew what you had to do. You'd work hard every day and you just had to keep it going regardless what happened. I mean, sometimes we'd get beat and it wouldn't be my men, eh? but next year, the year after we would win it just because of that drive of, the manager, you could see it in the players, the older players. You have to live up to their expectations, so you have to work hard. So I guess not winning was a far bigger feeling than if you won something. Yeah, what? Well, it's funny, I think uh, I heard Verver um, talking about it, but he's completely right. It got to the point where we might go out, Maisie, yeah? Do you know what I mean? We might win something, we might do something, but near the end, no. You, but you, but I'll tell you what you do, you buzz for the cameras, and then when they, everyone just sat down, yeah. And so I went, well done, boys, right, yeah. On to the next one. Do you understand what I mean? Where if you go, probably go to other clubs, you'd be going crazy for weeks. That's the mentality uh, here. Yeah, that yeah, said, it was, it? yeah. But it was good because it kept your feet on the ground and just got on with it. When you look back now, do you think you should have celebrated some of those things more? Because like, when you look at what you achieved in the game, it's absolutely incredible. No, I was happy after the treble. I celebrated <laughs> that well. So... <laughs> That's all I needed. That's your celebration for the next 10 I, years. Honestly, I, think, I don't think I paid for anything for two weeks <laughs> if you come to town. I was trying to, like, but they wouldn't let you. But that was enough for me. That. And nothing actually eclipsed that. It doesn't matter whatever else you win. I've, I've won it again. It did, it's not the same feeling. So, yeah, that, that's a, another point to it. At such a young age, you're obviously in the Manchester United first team playing against world-class players. Did that ever occur to you at the time? You know, what a big deal yeah, that was? Yeah, that, that's more my mates. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, we played Barcelona um, at home or away. And I go, you might be marking Rivaldo. And I have like, when I do think about it, I probably do get a bit more nervous. Oh, yeah. But I don't, I never used to think about it. And, and the, the lads, 
you know, amazing. Everyone are just, they've been so encouraging and I just believe my own ability and go out there and play. When you did win the treble, mm. in the footage of you on the stage, the trophy's there, obviously Mace is on the rail above everybody, but there's, there's like a shot of you and Jonathan Greening and you're almost daring each other to touch the trophy and believe you won yeah, it. What, that's what, true, yeah. yeah, what was that like? Yeah, what was happening? I tell you what, because we didn't play. Do you know what I mean? I was younger. So you, you want to go and get it and lift it. We didn't actually play. So you're in two minds. Um, I did lift it inside, but yeah, it was like, hmm, should we do it? It's different when you play, I'm telling you. A little bit different. But I did take a piece of advice from Mazer. The next time he won it, I'm right in the middle, Mazer, but I'm low. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you Absolutely, are. Absolutely, mate. He you said are. to me. Now I'm thinking about it, it, you are. Whereas if you, ever get, if you ever get the picture again, you need to get in the middle, high or straight in the middle, because that can't go. And so, cheers, Mazer, mate. Pleasure, cheers, pal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, I was underneath. I knew it was going to open a bit, so I've stuck my head under. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I'll look at that now. Next time I watch it, yeah, I'll you look. will. Where is it? Yes, it is. As it goes like that, you'll see my head pop underneath. <laughs> like that. I also love that that's Maisie's advice. It was Maisie's advice. I'm telling you. That's my dad's Nothing advice. That's my dad's advice. Because <laughs> oh, you see people walking up at Wembley and over the years, and you see the back of them walking up the steps. As yeah. much as you think, do you know what? Just turn right. My kids, my grandkids, my. <laughs> I know, but. The trophy's been lifted and everyone's like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I Good agree. Piece of advice. Good advice. Mm, but you were actually yeah. thinking that at the time. 100%. Yeah. Amazing. Had you thought it before the game? It told me years. You imagine how many years ago he told <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing, correct. did you know that? <laughs> I didn't know that, no. <laughs> you did tell me that, Maisie. Who else did you tell? Oh, God knows. I'll have to just look <laughs> at the God pictures knows. and see who else. Did you tell John Terry? I don't even know John Terry, but no, no, certainly not. Tell him nothing. So your second season, Obviously, mm. was nowhere near as successful because yep. you missed it. Yeah, did my um, cruise shirt, my ACL, pre-season, Coley. Not Coley's fault, right? But I've gone to block a shot and he's, he's like chopped it. And as I've landed to turn, snap. Where was that? Cliff. I'm still at the cliff now. Steve McLaren was Steve doing McLaren. a shoot. It was like a shoot, shooting session um, with a couple of the defenders in. Did you know then exactly what you'd done? Or did you just didn't have a clue? Oh, that hurts. Yeah, that hurts. Didn't have a clue. I didn't get the operation done for a while. I, as well. I remember that. Dave Fever, wasn't it? The physio. Yeah. Was it, Dave? Yeah, yeah. Um, didn't have a clue what I'd done. Never been injured before in my life. So when I found out what it was, that was a bit tough. Yeah. Because everyone's saying you're going to be fine, and the surgeon's saying you might never play again. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Um, so you have to get all that. How did you actually deal with that in your own head? I mean, I snapped my Achilles, which is, which is bad Maybe enough. To be honest, sir, I, I didn't think about it. I just did everything they told me. I didn't think about it in a bad way, just in a positive way. I remember, do you remember the Cybex machine? Oh, God, horrible. The machines were all horrible. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it was, um, it was frustrating for me. It took me a good year, about 11 months to get back. What was Sir Alex like to you at that time? Oh, he was, I mean, he was, he was brilliant. Um, Did you notice a difference in the way he was with you because you were an academy graduate? What do you mean, like, as in just when I got injured? Just to look out for play yeah, when players... Yeah, he did look out for me a lot, yeah. Tell me off quite a bit. What are you doing? I'm doing anything, that's the thing. <laughs> See, the, gaffer, yeah. the gaffer's telling him off things he never used to do. That's him to a T. He does nothing wrong. He's no. Perfect. Where's his perfect? No, no, the gaffer would tell me off <laughs> for certain things. Um, but you have to remember, I lived at home till I was 20. I've been playing for the first team. For the, I used to get the bus. I know you were actually telling me that the other day. Yeah, I used to get the bus to, to training on a Sunday. You didn't have enough money for a car? No, I, I, I didn't have enough money for a car, no. So I used to get the bus to training. And then one of the lads would pick me up at the bottom of the cliff. And then on a Sunday, 
It was no M10, don't know if you remember. It was like a bus, but it was Sunday, so he didn't run from town. So I, I basically jogged to training from town. And this was when you were 20? Is that, no, I was probably more 19 then. And how did it come about that... Oh, it's a good year, mate, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did year. it come about that Sir Alex found out that you were actually still getting the bus at this stage in no car? Yeah, I don't think he... I don't know if he knew, but I think some... Yeah, some, sorry, someone must have told him because he come up to me and said, you need to stop getting a bus. Something might have happened on a bus, can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I think you do remember. A <laughs> little bit more of this story. There you go, there you go. I can't remember, mate. So when he said you need to stop getting the bus, what did you say? You need to give me a new contract because of money? I didn't say that. I said, well, I can't stop getting the bus. And he went, right, we'll sort it. Then. Was it something someone else did on the bus? No. It's just, oh, it's something you did on I the bus? I can't really remember. It was a long time ago. Was it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sure it was. <laughs> but yeah, I st so I stopped getting the bus. He, he told me to get taxes and I said, I can't, because if you work it out, I'll have no money left. Yeah. So, so what did you do? Did you just keep getting the bus? Yeah. Nice. And, and what, you were playing Premier League football at the yeah. stage? Yeah, my sister would drop me off at the games because um, she drove and that was it. It didn't bother me one bit. It's enjoy it. No, it's not the fact that you were getting a bus. It's just the fact that when you look at players now, hey, it's that just now. wouldn't happen. But it's not even that long ago that no, you were... I know, yeah. I know it's different now. But times do change, I suppose. And I mean, and I know from a young age, in different clubs, they all get picked up. Yeah. Probably from 14 onwards, when they get to that 14 level, um, they get picked up from all. Do you think they get mud now? A little bit. Because we didn't, did we? Well, no. you certainly didn't, and I didn't. No, I didn't, no. Yeah, I, I wouldn't change that. Is that a good thing? What, you want... I wouldn't change how I... No. How, I, how we did it. The only good thing about that, I didn't have to stay in Digso. Right. Because I've been at Lillyshaw for two years. No, but now do you think the young kids now are a little bit overprotected and stuff? Yeah, maybe a little bit, but when you look at the whole picture, it's probably for a good reason. Like, all right, all right for instance, imagine Mason Green were getting a bus now this with what the internet and stuff now, he just yeah. wouldn't be able Or to if do it, there was it? iPhones back in the day when you were on that bus. That's what I mean, he wasn't there. Whatever exactly. happened that no day. No picture on phone, no picture <laughs> camera. Yeah. He wasn't, no, was there? No, no. So you, 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 yeah, I don't think they could now, no. Yeah, it's no. different. It, it just getting, it just caused trouble. Not them, but something would happen. Somebody would say something. Yeah. yeah. So back to your career. You talked about facing the likes of Rivaldo and thinking about doing that. You also played against like Zinedine Zidane. Who were the toughest opponents you faced? Probably Zidane. Just couldn't, I don't think I tackled him the whole game. <laughs> but he wasn't playing left, I was playing right back, but he wasn't playing left wing. He's left, they, they sort of played three in the middle. And then if I got tied to him, he built Carlos and run around me. And it was just weird. I just didn't know what I was doing. He was completely just messing about with me. Yeah. Does that make sense? So no, no, like I, that game, I actually had an easy game as in I didn't have nothing to do. But he, at the same time, that would also me off because I like to get in the game and I didn't. He must have just been overloading the midfield and I was thinking I'm having an easy one, but they're, they're like overpowering somewhere else yeah. on the pitch. I didn't really get near him. Was that 0304 when Real knocked us out of the Champions League and Ronaldo mm. scored his hat-trick? What, what a player he was, yeah. by the way. I actually gave a penalty against him and the ref didn't give it at the Bernabeu. He did the old ch ch ch, -ch yeah. and went down the left and I've jumped up like that. Well, he was, probably was. <laughs> Do you remember that? Because, like, obviously Zidane was in that team, Ronaldo was in that team, Luis Figo, Roberto Carlos. It was just a like a who's who of like incredibly famous football players. Yeah, I mean, we, we were similar though. We were similar. Like, we had some great players on our team, but that that was just a stage when they were unstoppable. You know, it was a couple of seasons, but he just had every player and it clicked. And any one of them could have done something special on their own. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't just one or two. They had like four. So, I mean, they, they were great games to to play in, especially away as well. 
Which was your favourite away to go? Barcelona. New camp, yeah. Camp new. Only because it was the hardest. Even to this day, me and Rio have spoke about it a few times. When, when we um, played in the semi-final, uh, we couldn't hear each other. You know, you can't hear a thing. And you just have to deal with everything. And you're like, you're shouting and you, you're properly shouting and you, you cannot hear the person next to you. That's how crazy it was. And that, that was probably one of my hardest games, that one. If you played for a big European club that wasn't United, would it, be, would it therefore be Barcelona? I've got a team in every country that I support, yeah. Oh, tell us your teams. Okay, what, what country are we going? France. PSG. Glory Hunter. Two easy ones, by the way. No, do you know what? They, they all were, though, back in the day, because when you're younger, you support the team that was probably winning, didn't you? But I've not changed it. Germany. Germany. Oh, I didn't really go Germany. I'm, I, I'm, no, I didn't really no. have one. Spain. Barcelona. Spain, Barcelona. Italy. Um, Inter Milan. Was it? Yeah. Portugal. No, but it would have been Benfica. The Netherlands. Netherlands was Ajax. I won't say, I won't say my Scottish one. So I was just going <laughs> to say Scotland. <laughs> Bulgaria. <laughs> Come on, mate. <laughs> Andorra. Right, we're getting silly now, aren't we? <laughs> Ireland. No. No? No. Helen's scrunching her no, face that's up the there. standards. No. Wes, talk us through 2007-2008 Champions League winning season. So much to talk about. Did you feel unbeatable that year? Yeah. Similar to 1999? Although you were much more part of the team. Yeah, in, in a way. Year, but... Not that we would do the treble, but that the team is special. And early on, you could see we had one over most opponents, especially in the league, even though it was tough still. Still disappointed about the FA Cup. Against Portsmouth. Yeah, oh my God, yeah. Um, but the Champions League, it was always a confidence. And I think that's the one we, we wanted as players as well, not just, not just probably the manager. Because the lineup, the squad was, it was up there again. Do you know what I mean? It was, it, was, Forward line. it was scary. That was when you, Ronaldo started even playing up front himself a little bit. And Tevez Rooney, Saha, you know. Skulls was in his palm. Skulls there, Giggs there. He's, he's weird. And then you had um, Owen Argus coming in. He would bomb up and down and G, keep forgetting G, G's one of the main guys, G was unbelievable. Um, and then the defence was solid. As someone who'd won the treble, and obviously Sir Alex had won the treble, Skulls had won the treble, Ryan Giggs had won the treble, there's a few of you there that had done that. As the season progressed and you start getting into FA Cup semi-finals, Champions League semi-finals, did you think this might happen again? Yeah. Just because the team, the squad in general, someone got injured, the person filling in was, he was on it, he was on the same mentality as you. He, he knew what we wanted. As defenders, we knew if we did our job, the lads would. And I'm guessing it was the other way around as well. Um, Rio and Vida, fantastic. Patrice, that season I played most of, of the games. But then you still had Gaznev and Shazer, you know, whenever was needed. It was, and guys, that was, Gaz's been there longer than me. Shazer's from similar time than me. Experienced players that, if they did need to play, would be fine, absolutely fine. What was the build-up to Moscow like? Yeah, Moscow was a bit, it was a bit dead, wasn't it? Do you mean when we got there, before the game? No, it was like, I remember speaking to my mates and he said there's nothing to do. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the game was at 11 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Lots of police about. And it was, I don't think it was the best atmosphere for the fans anyway. But there must have been a build-up within the squad in the coming days before. Um, Are you still playing SOCOM? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think it stopped by then. No, we didn't stop, but no, we was um, we didn't really try and think about it. You're just keeping the same rhythm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Momentum. Eat the same, try and sleep the same still. And It'd be a long day, that as well, wasn't it? Horrible day, yeah. 
because you sort of had to get back to sleep in the day. Yeah. Was it weird facing an English team? Yeah, in the final. Bit, a little bit. Would you yeah. have rather played like AC Milan? No, or I'd rather play. I'd rather it turned out exactly how it turned out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a little bit weird because we, they knew us, we knew them, and we started off unbelievable. What twenty-five minutes in? Yeah, we started. Wes Brown left foot. Yeah, L- little whip, <laughs> little little little, um, <laughs> little skimmer. No, it was. Uh, to be fair, we we talked about that because Essien was playing right back, mm. and, and Ronaldo's so good in the air, so. It was just if you get any chances, whip it in there, and it worked. Um, first time, but I mean, we should have been two 0 maybe three 0 up, because we knew second half that they they were big, strong lads. You know what I mean? Um, very experienced players as well. But we knew they'd come back. You know, I still love readers and Drogba's battle. Loved it. What did you think when Drogba got sent off? Because Reader was just frustrated. He couldn't win a header. Was that a plan? No, but you know, he, he, you could see him get frustrated, Drogba, because yeah, yeah. enough. Even if he's not playing that well, he'd win, I don't know, two out of five of the headers. Yeah, yeah. flick on, because yeah. he was good yeah, at it. Big, yeah. But Vida was just all over him, and he couldn't handle it. And Vida would have been knackered as well, because he'd been injured mm-hmm. for the, the last two games. He just wasn't having any of it. Yeah, he he, he was brilliant, yeah. Eventually slapped him. Yeah, he slapped him. So, and did, you, I, did you think then, this is it? Yes, then. But yeah. then when John Terry steps up, yeah. I, I've seen him take penalties very comfortably, just in at England. I thought that's it. He's going to score. I didn't think he'd. I didn't think he'd miss slip. Were you glad you weren't on the pitch at that point? You, you got not on the pitch for me. Took me off with a minute to left. I'm not going to lie. There's a bit of relief there because you're like, <laughs> oh god, I'm off it. But you still want to be part. But sure, you, and yeah. those and those decent at penalties. He got a good strike. He's confident. It was a penalty as well. It took one. Yeah, yeah, he's he did, confident yeah. Wow. in himself. So you, you, listen, you've got to get your your penalty takers on. Yeah. Would you have taken one? I would have done, yeah. I would have dinked it. Was it? Was there? Would you? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, would you? <laughs> no, I wouldn't have. No. What'd you have done? I'd have picked my side and yeah. blasted it. Try to, yeah. Was uh, was the penalty order like pre-planned, or was it a case of so that's when I go right? Who fancies one? I think it was who fancies one, yeah. Okay, so would you have put your hand up straight away and gone? Yeah, I'll do it. Mm, I wouldn't have needed to do that. I would have been about. I would have been near the back. <laughs> That would have been though. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't have been in the front a, under Macy's the instructions taker. then, would you? I'm not the penalty taker, so there's, there's a lot more people that are more comfortable doing it. But if I would have had to take one, I would have done, yeah. I've took one in my, in my time there, pre-season though. Dida, against AC Milan, slotted it, sent him the wrong way. So I was just thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. That's quite good, that's quite a good record. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, what were the celebrations like that night compared to 1999? Or maybe you don't want to compare the two, do you? Different, I mean, 99, was it was just different. One, we didn't play that well and we won, but yeah. the whole situation then flying back, not being gone to bed, getting on the bus, coming through Deansgate. I mean, you can't experience anything like no. that. The double, I mean, we got back and that was it really. We sort of went home. Did you ever, did you go back to an hotel in, in Moscow? Or did you just come yeah, straight back? in Moscow. Yeah. We went, so we, so we had a bit of party at the hotel. Yeah. Which probably lasted not as late as the, Oh, no. no, there was a few, few at the end. I won't mention no names, but everyone was buzzing. But it wasn't the same as um, at, in Spain. Mad, isn't it? Yeah, that is mad. Was it a case of? Did you feel like as as sort of one of the older pros in terms of your experience of winning trophies that once that was done, sort of put it aside? Now let's do it again. Yeah, probably. I think it's just drilled into you, and obviously it was a lot of people's. Well, it was most people's first one. And it's what you sort of build for as well. When you when you do win a few leagues, you know, in your mind, 
still to this day, the league is still my favourite. But when you are getting better and you're winning the league, next season you're thinking, right, we need to win this Champions League again. Mm. That's really interesting that you say that, that that's your favourite. Just oh, because the league, it's such a bit. long process. Yeah, it's every week. Would you agree with that, Maisie? Yeah. It's the first and foremost, it's the first trophy, isn't it? Mm. You, you start off with and win the league, you're, you're champions of, of your, your, your country. The last thing you want is to see other teams spouting off. I think it's more as, you know, like when you win a few... Yeah. And then you go thinking to yourself, right, we need to win that Champions League. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's how I f- used to think anyway. Well, in that season where we won in Moscow, the challenge in the league was Liverpool. One of your very rare United goals came against Liverpool. Yeah. What was that like? That was good. I'd like to do that every week, yeah. Uh, it's good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we had a good day, that one. And, I mean, that goal, it comes sort of off the back of my head. I thought it was going to smack me in my head. <laughs> I actually, I think I won the ball at the beginning and then passed it out to Wazza and he's, I just carried on running and I thought, let's just see what happens. And then Wazza's put it in and, it, and he went in and I think they got Mascarano sent off then and we carried on. I mean, and then it was pretty much comfortable, but Liverpool was my favourite game. Was it always? Yeah. City was good, but I suppose at the time City weren't really the challengers as well. They, they, listen, they'd win like a couple of times, but they weren't the, the challengers for the league at the time. So Portsmouth, what happened there? You tell me. Well, I wasn't playing. No, we just had chance after chance and it just it just wouldn't go in the back of the net. I've not actually watched the game back and the disappointment after that was horrendous because we knew we were so much better than them and we've just and it, that's what happens. It happens to teams all over. But we just it just wasn't our day and frustrating because that's when you when you get you get past that game and then you then you're starting to think about the treble again. Then but that's how hard Isn't it is to do. Is that a penalty in that? That, that's how hard Who's it is to be. Then? I can't remember the referee. Riley. <laughs> Something like that. I like that it's, what, 10 years later and you're blaming the referee still? <laughs> no, but... No, you, but I mean, honestly, yeah. when you see it, it's like... Yeah. So blatant. Mm. So... VAR would give you three penalties for it, it was that blatant. So it's frustrating, but... Because we knew the team was probably capable of that. But Easy. that is special, if that makes sense. But we had the talent in the, in the team to do it. What surprises me... Not that it surprises me, Wes, but... You've only had one red card in your time at United. Yeah. Against yeah, Liverpool, I remember it well. Two yellows. <laughs> Myself. Wasn't even a red card. We were winning 1-0. Two yellows. <laughs> yeah, sorry, but we're winning 1-0. This must be 20 minutes left at Anfield. And I'm, you walk, when you're walking down, I'm just thinking, we, if they score now, I know what's happening to me. And I always remember the gaffer coming in afterwards. And he just buzzes with you, innit? We sort of say to it at the same time, you, you lucky sort of thing. But we won anyway, so I'll take that. But you're no, you were known as such a tough tackler. Yeah, because I tried to tackle properly. Yeah. I'm not trying to like necessarily hurt anyone unless they give me a kick and then I might. Mm. But not not to like, I'm not trying to break anyone's legs or anything. Do you know what I mean? Hardest man in all the town. I think that's fair enough. Are you going to sing it? Yeah. <laughs> when, when did you first hear that? I don't know. And it was a... There was a different song at first, uh, somewhere else. I think it was We've Got Wesley Brown. Yeah. That, that, that was out first. And then I don't know actually who done that song. But it's funny. It's good though, isn't it? It's yeah, still sung nearly every week. Yeah. I was stood just, just on the corner of the Stratford where everybody sings now. Yeah. I was stood in that uh, when we played Partizan Belgrade at home. And that was out and everybody was loving it. Yeah, they still, <laughs> they still sing it. It's good. I like it. It's weird, like, but yeah. it's, you appreciate it in a way. Fondest memories of your time at United? 
um, fondest memories. I mean, I didn't know anything different. After people forget that I was there since I was thirteen, sort of fourteen. I didn't leave till I was thirty-one. It's a long old time at one place. Didn't know anything different, neither. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. One quick one before we move on. Yeah. I've got to ask because I mentioned to you the other day when I saw you that we were doing this, and you went, "Oh, what can I talk? about? What can I not talk about?" And you said, "Oh, you're amazing in the beginning." Oh, yeah, that Christmas party. Well, I'm not telling you that. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mentioned that to Maisie before you arrived. We were messing about all day. I mean, yeah. he started off with ice. I told uh, you, ice. He started off with ice. Tell you starts it, the little ginger prince. No, uh, yes, yes he probably did. But He's he a little instigator and he gets it, he starts it, and then he just does one. Dog in the fog, he just disappears. And it was absolutely <laughs> fine because it was funny. But the thing is, as you move place to place, like bar to bar, the distances were coming bigger. And then... <laughs> And then all of a sudden, I don't know what time it was. And then the next thing, a bloody, I've, uh, I, um, the glasses hit me on my head somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> what the f does that come from? <laughs> but yeah, it was fine. But I didn't like, woo, 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 woo. not one of them ones. It's just a, what? Woo. You know, like you're launching. <laughs> just, like, just, just a little, just a little. <laughs> what noises are you making? Yeah, well, if you like, if you launch it, yeah. it makes that woo, 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 sound. Uh, yeah. I see, right. <laughs> what yeah. were you aiming for? Were you aiming for Wes? Of course I was. <laughs> what else happened at these Christmas parties? Not much, mate. No? A few beers on. Just like That's your buses, yeah? yeah? It's nice, quiet no. affairs. Nope. few beers on. No, but stayed in them doors and them rooms. Stays in them rooms. It's good fun, though. Good crack. Wes, when you look back at your time at United, though, is the camaraderie of your teammates one of the things that stands out for you? Obviously, I know the treble and winning the Champions League and Premier Leagues can't obviously be topped, but Fletch was telling us about, you know, the real camaraderie you had together. Yeah, it was brilliant. The, the, they just all got on, you know what I mean? Even to this day, we're all in a, a group chat, still to this day. And sometimes, just in, I'm, I'm guessing it don't work like that all the time if people try it, but we all just got on. I'm not just saying it started from Solcom or whatever, but we all respected each other. Um, we understood what it, what it was to, what, what we needed to do to, to win. And obviously that starts off with a league and you have to have some sort of respect for each other. Otherwise it don't work, I don't think. Somewhere when it gets tough in the season, if you don't have that respect and that friendship, it goes to pot. Spot on. So you must have been really disappointed to have to move on then. Tell us. Yeah, what. I mean, that, listen, the, the gaffer, I think I was there when he bought Rafa and Fabio, obviously fullbacks at the time. I wasn't playing that often. I kept getting niggles everywhere. So you know what it's like when you get to that age, mate, yep. you get a niggle. You know, it, you know next time once you're back you can't get that little niggle again because it's not like the gaffer doesn't trust you but he needs to it's put someone else in and who's yeah. going to be probably playing week in week out rather than me playing a game or maybe two games and I might get another a niggle so I knew it was coming I did have a year left but I spoke to the manager and you know he was just like listen you're not really going to play much and then we, Chris Smalling was there as well um, that was his first season and I wasn't playing so, I mean, I could have stayed for another year, but it, it, I just wanted to carry on playing. Mm. So, it was, it, listen, it was a tough decision. Luckily, it was Steve Bruce at the time and Shazy was coming. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> that helped, mate. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was, um, it was a tough decision. But, listen, I would have stayed there another year, not played, and then I would have left anyway. So, What did it feel like when you then had to face United? Because in games good, against I United... enjoyed it. Scored an own goal. Yeah, Danny Robert, when he near... He sort of flicked off him, flicked off me. And that was, uh, that was the final score, 1-0. My mates were buzzing about that. I'm right sure there. they were. 
Yeah. And then, of course, you got sent off for a John O'Shea foul. Yeah, it's funny. Still funny to this day. Even when he was oh sending goodness, me off, Chasey walked... Um, we both went up to him and said... Like, it wasn't me. Mistaken identity. And he even said, I think he said to Chase, well, you go off then. But I don't think he can because he's already sent me off, hasn't yeah. So, yeah, that was a big mix-up. So, I mean, just what can you do? You have to laugh that one off. Yeah. What <laughs> having, can you do? <laughs> having been at United mm -hmm. for the whole time and then turn up at Sunderland, mm -hmm. what was that contrast like? Yeah, it's different. Sunderland, you know, great supporters. Everything in Sunderland is about the football. So, in that sense, it's tough when you're not doing well because everything's around that. Did you feel any pressure because coming from United... Having yeah, I mean, it's probably a little bit, but you can only, listen, I just said, just play as well as you can. That's all you can do, really. Yeah. But didn't they look at you different in the dressing room because of that? Oh, definitely. The lads did, yeah, me and Shazer. And we were that. We were the older ones now. We were the more experienced Senior ones. Pros, yeah. So, and we just tried to help in any way. Did it make you think maybe how lucky you were? Not, not lucky, that's the wrong word. But how, how great things are at United, by contrast oh, to yeah. how things were run at a team like, fighting for relegation. I've not known anything different. Maisie might do a little bit, but you, again, you was at Blackburn before you come. Mm. But I didn't know anything different until sort of the standard what I know. So when you go to a team that's that's not as good and now struggling, you, you find it hard. I mean, some of the lads, it took me a while to get, but you have to remember there's a lot of teams in the Premier League where teams are not as good. Yeah. So people still have to live their lives and still go out. That bit I didn't get for a while. Because people are still going out. We're getting beat free, you know. No, but you know what I mean, Maisie? But, I know, yeah, but I, then you sit down and I have a conversation with him and they tell you, well, some of us are just used to that. We can yeah. still have to live. So they've got a point. I did, I did a year at Burnley after it and after yeah. I left, left United and it's like standards. Yeah, the standards are, like, totally are different. different. Yeah. And the way they look at games, they appreciate things. You some know, teams just appreciate getting to 40 points. Yeah, they mm -hmm. appreciate just staying up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I mean, we, we brought quite a lot of players that year. And we were, I think we finished 14th or something, which wasn't brilliant. I mean, it was tight and we could have easily finished 10th sort of thing. That's like, it was like four point gap. Yeah. And then from then on, I think I had seven or eight managers after that, mate. Which in itself yeah. must have been strange for you. Yeah, because you can never settle. The good thing about it, it was a different experience. So I now know both sides of it. Different styles of managers as well. You know, some sort of old school, some a bit more technical. Everyone's different. I heard that you and Shazy at one point were more or less running the club and that the players, people were looking to you to know what they should be doing? Mm, not sure about that. Okay. It's a bit, bit, bit harsh to the managers. You manage did learn to cook up there though, didn't you, Wes? I did, the first time. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I used to, I used to um, shrink a lot of clothes. So I used to put everything in the, the bloody um, dryer, <laughs> didn't I? Tumble dryer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Mum, what's going on here, Mum? Our time is running out. Just on a career of extraordinary highs, mm -hmm. do you have any regrets? Not one bit. I'd still do that same tackle. I once broke my ankle in a European game in Hungary. After 60 seconds, I still wouldn't change that. And the ball was out of play. Me and this guy still went like that when the ball was out of play. Because it was like your first tackle. I wanted to let him know. And I broke my ankle. So, yeah, I still wouldn't change that. that. Probably a stupid question, but if you could go back and relive one memory, what would it be? One night. Oh. One game. Yeah, that, that game in 99. Sorry. And I was on the bench. That's what I mean. But that's yeah. how, that's what it felt like. And nothing's quite got to the, well, it's not really got past that at all, no. Before we let you go. Go on. Who's got the best stories? Who do we, who, who should we get on here next? Oh, wow. Best stories. Rio. Yeah. 
I won't say Fletch boring as Ellie is. You can put that on as well. I hope he sees it. He said really nice things about I you know, too, no, I love Wes. Fletch. He knows that. That's why I can say it. I'm joking, All right. I'm joking. Well, can you text Rio for us and then we can get that done? Yeah, okay. I'll do that. Wes, thanks very much. It's been great. It's been a pleasure. pleasure. Thank you very much, Cheers. So there he is, the legend, Wes Brown, who's someone, certainly from my perspective, as I see him quite a lot now with MUTV because he's doing punditry and stuff all the time, you sort of forget just how much he's done and how involved he was with everything. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, he's come up through the youth, uh, another youth product coming through. And um, for, for the career he's had, I mean, we, we just mentioned it there off, off Mike about being involved in nine championship winning teams, only having five medals. I was part of six, only got two. We was over in Kazakhstan with him last week. Mm-hmm. And you know he's, he's bigger than life. He's just a he's just a big bundle of fun who just loves loves working for the club now and um, you know doing things now that probably he never thought he'd be doing. You know coming over with the, with the sponsors and stuff like that. It just goes to show what a massive part of of this club he was. He's like a massive puppy, isn't he? He is. He's great. A big big ginger bear. <laughs> There's your headline, yeah. West Brown, big ginger bear. Another fun bit of that, Maisie, was that he admitted he took your advice about getting front and centre for the trophy celebrations in 2008. Yeah, I mean, obviously I didn't know that until he told us, but um, you know, when you look back and you see the 2008 celebration, you do see Wes sneaking under, I'm not sure who it is, but to get right next to the trophy and make sure he's centre stage. Any young kids out there and they're coming up to cup finals towards the end of the season, you know, make sure you're near that trophy because uh, all the press and everybody else do never, ever leave the trophy off the pitches. It's good advice. Very good. Also, so we've got a review. We've had some reviews. They're really nice, but this one is particularly lovely. It says, Loving the podcast, David May was one of my favourite players growing up. My favourite memory of him was after playing West Ham in 1999. I was in the third tier, and after the game, Maisie starts running laps around the pitch. After the third lap, he looks to be finished and starts heading for the tunnel, then turns around and goes for a fourth lap, which made us all laugh and got a big cheer. Then he goes in goal and starts diving around pretending to save shots. I remember that more than the game. He's a legend. Please remind him of this. That is uh, Neo Kuhl. What are your memories? Well, he's got better memories than me. I'm not quite sure, to be fair. Maybe that's something I would have done, being daft, but something that I can never really recollect. So you can't remember doing that? I can't remember doing that. Maybe he needs to send a little bit more info. But I suppose if he's in tier three, maybe yeah. his mince pies might have gone and uh, <laughs> maybe... <laughs> I think it was someone else. Maybe somebody else, okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Neo Kuhl, we have actually got an email address now, guys. So you can email us, unitedpodcast at manunited.co.uk. That's utdpodcast at manutd.co.uk. So uh, you can get in touch with us, tell us what you think. Like, for example, Neo Kuhl, you can tell us more about that story about Maisie, if you can remember anything else. Or if, like Wes suggested, you want to see Rio on the podcast or someone else, let us know who your suggestions would be. Uh, Wes also thought that Fletch was boring. Did he? Yeah, it was bold of him to say that, wasn't he? I think he when was did great. Say that? I mean, Fletch, you... Fletch is a great lad. Yeah. A lot of time for Fletch. Even though I didn't do the podcast with him, yeah. I did watch TV the other day and I thought it was very, very good. Very, very honest. You know, when you, I think when you do these podcasts with ex-players, you get much more stories and, you know, emotional uh, feelings from them than the current players. Because yeah. I think they're afraid to say things in case it gets taken the wrong way. But I think the old school pros... You know, myself, Wes, Fletch, Berber, um, Rob, all the lads who we've done up to now. I think you get great stories out of them of how life as a footballer you know, used to be. Yeah. Tell that Wes, you big ginger bear. Uh, right. That's all we've got time for. Plenty of brilliant guests on the way for you this season. So subscribe to make sure you don't miss out. And if you're enjoying this podcast series, then please leave us a rating and a review wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you next week. Hold up. 